0: Omega Man Radio has been commissioned to invade deep into enemy territory, drive out the hosts of hell, and take back the land. Our mission is to preach Jesus Christ, the Son of God, who is the only name written under heaven by which men might be saved, cast out demons, and pray for the sick that they may be healed in Jesus' name. with Shannon Davis. friend, thank you for standing by, running just a few minutes late. How are you doing today? I'm uh, blessed, brother. Well, praise God. And folks, we made it to Friday, and I'm excited to be able to bring back to you today Evangelist Joseph Ferrara coming to you from Port St. Lucie, Florida. Today is Friday, September 1st, 2023. Brother, we're on the fast trek to uh, uh, Merry Christmas Three months. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) It's already September. What's up with that? Um, My goodness. Well, I think it's a hot September in many places, so uh, maybe the summer will will continue on for a while yet. Um, Brother Joseph, welcome back. Would you like to open us in prayer? The mic is yours. Yes,
1: my brother. Thank you. Thank you, Lord, for another day that you've given us. And uh, we thank you for all the things that you do for us, Father, especially what you did at the cross. And, Lord, we remember the cross today for the whole human race. You didn't do it for just a few. You didn't do it for people that you said these were going to be saved and these were going to be lost. No, you did it for the whole human race, and that's the goodness of God that leads men to repentance. So, Lord, we welcome you for another day. We welcome the Holy Spirit uh that helped Jesus, and I ask that he helps me and Shannon and all that are connected with this ministry today for the next hour for the purpose of winning people to Christ. And uh this is God's plan. This is what he did. He preached the gospel, the good news, and that's what we do. And uh he came. And uh, he he fought a good battle here, and he won the battle, and he's given it to us, and we have to win because we have an adversary, and just like he defeated his adversary, we have the power because of what he did to defeat him. So thank you, Lord, for what you did, and now we're going to go and pray for the people that really need you, the orphans, Lord And we pray for them today that you will touch them all over this globe, that you make a way for them, because you look down upon the earth. The earth is your footstool. And, Lord, you look on the earth and you see all things. We ask, O Lord God, that you make a way for them today, from the north, the south, the east, and the west. All the orphans and widows, the widows in the church will be taken care of. All the missionaries that are worldwide, that you will meet every need, every cry that they cry out to you, water and food and clothing for the people that they've been sent to, Lord. And I pray that you will uh do warfare for them wherever region, wherever place that they've been sent all over the globe. We thank you today for another day because this is the day that the Lord has made. We're living in the signs of the end times that Jesus prophesied in Matthew chapter 24. And Lord, we're being ready for you if you come. Lord, in the rapture of the church, we are to be working, and we are to be waiting for you, and we are to be occupying till you come back, O Lord Jesus. This is the great commission you've given the church to preach the gospel all over the earth, and I'm glad that I'm a part of it. I'm glad that I'm a part of it, oh, Lord God. I am really blessed and honored to uh be called to preach the glorious gospel that saved me and will save others. If Jesus did it for me, uh Paul said, I'm the cheapest of sinners. If Jesus did it for me, he'll do it for anybody uh that wants Jesus and that wants to change. I pray that you bring a powerful anointing and convicting power of the Holy Spirit all over the earth today who hears this word, who hears these words that are power and that they penetrate the human heart and that they push back the gates of hell. I pray in the name of Jesus for that mighty anointing on the Word of God and on me and everybody involved that's praying for this ministry right now, this hour. We pray, Father God, for the people that are sick and afflicted. We do not forget them because we know what it is to be sick and afflicted. And we ask for mercy for them. Your mercies are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness, O Lord God. Great is your faithfulness and your mercy. We praise you for your merciful kindness. And we ask that you reach down to those that are afflicted, Lord, and the sick. And I pray that with their faith, without faith, it's impossible to please God. But as they reach out to you by faith, that you will connect with them, O oh Lord God, because that's what pleases you. Faith. And you've given every one of us a merit a merit of faith. Every one of us a, merit, a measure of faith you've given us. Uh, we're not to think more highly than we are. And we know that we're saved by grace. Lord, not by our goodness, not by our works, but by the love of God. And because of his mercy and grace, he saved us. So, Lord... You came with mercy, you came with grace, and you saved us, and we're very thankful. We enter your gates today with thanksgiving and praise, and we praise the Master. We praise the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. We thank you for this ministry. I ask that you continue to bless uh, Pastor Shannon Davis and his wife and children. As they're there in Bali, Lord, I pray that you bless them in the name of Jesus. Meet every need, Lord, to overflowing in their lives. Fill them with the Holy Ghost and power, Lord. uh, Thank you for the joy of the Lord is their strength. And now, Lord, we pray all these prayers, Lord. uh, We do not forget the homeless. We pray that the Holy Spirit will uh, reach out to the homeless, you did that, Jesus. You walked the streets and uh, you reached out to the homeless. I pray that you touch them today by your spirit, because uh, they can't do anything. They need you, Jesus. Some of those people are just totally out of it. They they cannot they cannot even reach out. I pray that you help the homeless and you help the helpless. The helpless. I ask for the merciful Savior to move today. And I pray it all in Jesus' name. Amen. The
2: blood that Jesus shed for me way back on Calvary The blood that gives me strength from day That gives me strength. From day to day, it will never lose its power.
1: The blood will never lose its power, what Jesus did at Calvary. It will never lose its power. No matter what you're going through today, you might be going through the lowest valley. You might be going through the valley of Baca, the valley of tears. You might be going through the lowest point in your life. You might be so sick, you might be so afflicted today, and you don't know what happened to you in your life. You've been hit by a whirlwind of sickness, disease, circumstances that are are just make you beside yourself in your life, and you're brought to this point of the lowest valley. well, Jesus is there with you. He said, "I'll never leave you or forsake you, and your hope is in the Lord." Your hope is in Him. And He never fails. He never fails. He's walking with you. And I pray for you today. I pray for strength. That God will give you strength in your inward man. And raise you up to triumph. Raise you up to make a comeback today. You've been knocked down. But you're not forsaken. And the Lord will lift you up. And the Lord will help you. He will not forsake you. He will help you. And he will give you strength. Be encouraged today. Be encouraged today, all of you that are sick and afflicted. The one who loves you, cares for you. He says, bring me all your burdens and all your cares, because I care for you. He cares for you when nobody cares for you. He cares for you when people don't know who you are. He cares for you when they just cannot care for you. They don't know what to do. But he can he can do what others can't do. And that's what he said, so do it. Do it. Do his word. And bring all your cares and burdens to the Lord. Because he loves you. I'm going into the word of God today, and I'm in Genesis the third the third chapter and Satan was in the garden of Eden and he deceived Adam and Eve and God brought curses on them for disobedience and uh, but God had a plan and in the book of Job uh, Job goes on to uh, go through his sufferings and uh, God asked Satan what are you doing? He said I'm going around the earth seeing whom I may devour who I may destroy that's what he is he's a destroyer he comes to kill steal and destroy that's what he did to the garden, the garden was paradise And God used to come and talk to Adam and Eve all the day after they finished their work in the cool of the day. And they had fellowship with God. Perfect, perfect peace. Perfect love. Perfect unity. And God would talk to them and tell them great things. He would teach them of the plan that he had even in the future, of what he would do on the earth that he had created. But they sinned. And then God said, all right, verse 14 of Genesis 3, the Lord God said unto the serpent, because thou hast done this, thou art cursed above all cattle, above every beast of the field. Upon thy belly shalt thou go, and dust shalt thou eat all the days of thy life, and I will put enmity between thee and the woman. And between thy seed and her seed, it shall bruise thy head, thou shalt bruise his heel. A promise, a prophecy that God said, That he would do. In Genesis 3. Now we go to Luke chapter 4. Luke chapter 4. And Jesus being full of the Holy Ghost. Returned from Jordan. Was led by the spirit into the wilderness. Being 40 days tempted of the devil. And in those days he did eat nothing. And when they were ended, he afterward a hungered. And the devil said unto him, If thou be the Son of God, command this stone that it be made bread. Jesus answered him, saying, It is written that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word of God. So you see here, the Spirit led him out, and then the word was written, Jesus had the Holy Spirit, with him and it says the devil taking him up into a high mountain showed unto him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time now the devil was thrown out of uh of heaven there was a big war and michael the archangel and they fought a big battle and he was put out thrown out of heaven and uh he landed a upon the uh, second heaven and the earth. And he was on the earth for a long time. He was on the earth until he sinned and disobeyed God. And now he's on the earth with Jesus. And he has a a powerful uh, bunch of demons with him in the second heaven. And you see here now he still has power to give. To give. And, uh, he offers Jesus the kingdoms of the world. He said, I'll give you the kingdoms. Because the earth was, was his at one time until he, and Adam had it, and Adam gave it to the devil. He lost the kingdom. He gave it to him by disobedience. And now he offers the kingdoms of this world To Jesus. And the devil said unto him, all this power will I give thee and the glory of them. For that is delivered unto me and to whosoever I will I give it. So he has destroyed many people with this power that he has on the earth even today. They're in hell already today because he's a destroyer. And he offers people things in life, and they go ahead and take it from him, and then he he destroys them. That's what he tried to do to Jesus. He tempted them him with the things of this world, and if thou will worship me, all shall be thine. Jesus answered and said, Get thee behind me, Satan. It is written, Thou shalt not worship the Lord thy God and him only shalt thou serve so Jesus said I'm not going to worship you you get behind me I'm worshipping only the Lord thy God and only him will I serve and then after all that after Jesus uh, won the battle in verse 9 of Luke 4 he brought him to Jerusalem and set him on a pinnacle of the temple and said unto him if thou be the Son of God, cast thyself down from hence, trying to destroy Jesus' faith of who he was. For it is written, he shall give him angels charge over thee to keep thee. Now here you see uh, Psalm 91. You see Satan, uh, new scripture. And in their hands they shall bear thee up, lest at any time thou shalt dash thy foot against the stone. Jesus answering said unto him, It is said, Thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. And when the devil had entered all the temptation, he departed from him for a season, and Jesus returned into the power of the Spirit into Galilee, and there went out a fame of him to all the region round about, and he taught in their synagogue, being glorified of all, we know that people said, we have never seen a man speak like this because he talks with authority. And then the Roman soldiers said, I have never heard a man speak like this. So Jesus uh, came and started doing his ministry. Miracles, signs and wonders and casting out demons. In Acts chapter 10 of uh, verse 38, Jesus went about doing good, destroying the works of the devil. Acts 10.38. The Bible says how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power, who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. God was with him, Acts 10, 38. You see that Jesus had the victory over demonic spirits. Jesus had authority and victory over the devil. As we go to John and we look at verse and chapter here, we look at John chapter 19. John chapter 19, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. The Gospels from the Evangelists, we see here in the Book of John as we go back. We go back from the Book. The Book. What does he say here? John 19:30? What does he say? When Jesus, therefore, had received the vinegar, he said, it is finished. He bowed his head and gave up the ghost. He gave up the ghost. It is finished. He shed his blood. The blood that Jesus shed for me, the blood that Jesus shed for you. Jesus became sin, and he knew no sin. He took the sin of the human race, Upon him. 1 John 2 1 2. John 2 2. Jesus became the atoning sacrifice for the whole world. Just not a few. Just not who God had chosen. For the whole world, the blood. His blood. The atoning sacrifice. John the Baptist said the Lamb of God that taketh away the sin of the world. He has come after the Holy Spirit came upon him when he baptized him in water. He came out of the water and lightning was upon him and he went about in power and demonstration of miracles, signs and wonders and power over the Powers of darkness, the kingdom of darkness. Jesus was victorious. And now you see that he became the atoning sacrifice for the human race. The greatest story ever told is in the Bible. The greatest truth that's ever told is in the Bible. Everybody in life has to come to this point. That's why we go out and we tell you the good news. You see, you got Labor Day coming. Well, we labor the labor of love to tell people to go out into the harvest field and bring them to Jesus. This is what they have to do, everybody. I'm telling you because God loves you that you're going to pass away. And you're going to go into a different dimension when you die. And you're going to stand before Jesus Christ of what you've done on this earth. You're going to give account according to the Gospels. You're going to give account according to the Word. It's up to man to die and then to face Jesus, the judgment of their soul. You have a soul. God gave you a soul. Psalm 139. In the beginning, God breathed into man, and he gave him a soul. Everyone has a soul. Man, woman, young child, teenagers, everybody has a soul in the human race. And everybody will stand before God and give account. That's why we herald. That's why we evangelize the good news That's why we tell the people, you know, they said that there was a man that he said to the people, the British are coming, the British are coming, get ready, the British are coming. Well, I'm telling you today as a messenger of the cross, I'm telling you today as a messenger of the blood of the living God in heaven, as sure as I'm preaching today, he's sitting on the right hand of the Father exalted on high, He's the great high priest that prays for your soul. He's the great high priest that prays for you to come to come to him and be saved. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. He will give you rest mentally, physically, emotionally, like you have never experienced in your life. He will give you peace after you make your peace with God. How do you make your peaceful God? Is at the cross. At the cross, at the cross. Where I first saw the light. The blood was shed for you. The blood, the pure blood. Jesus' blood was pure. It was not tainted with sin. He was born of the Holy Ghost and power. He was made in the womb by God. Mary's womb. The man of God just said before we started, Merry Christmas. Three months away. That's what we celebrate for our great Savior that came. Why did he come? Why? Why did he give his life? Why did he become a man? Why did he give his life for on a cross, on an old rugged tree, because of the accusations of the religious leaders that he said he was God. They were all jealous and envious of him. He was the most famous on the earth at his time, and he went about doing good for no other reason. He was famous because he did good, and everybody ran to him. The children, Everybody ran to Jesus. When they heard Jesus was in town, everybody ran to him. His disciples would go into town and get people ready like Martha and Mary. And she would run around the house, and she would start to lose her nerves because Jesus was coming, and she was cooking and cleaning and doing everything. But Mary, her sister, sat at Jesus' feet. And heard his word. That's the most important thing. For us Christians is to hear the word. The most important thing for those that are not Christians. Is to hear the word. Because faith comes by hearing. And hearing by the word of God. Faith comes by hearing. Hearing by the word. You can't have any faith in something that you don't know. So how are you going to hear without a preacher? How are you going to hear unless the preacher sent? How are you going to hear unless the preacher preached the message? That's what Isaiah did. He said, I'll go. God was looking for volunteers. Isaiah said, I'll go. I'll go tell him because he saw the exalted Christ he had a vision in the spirit and he saw Jesus high and lifted up on a throne way before he came those were the prophets of old that were seers and would see and write the Bible Isaiah, Jeremiah, Ezekiel and he wrote it down in the book The greatest book in the world. The best seller in the world is the Bible. Everybody has a Bible. Does everybody read the Bible? That's where your life is. Is in the Bible. His words. His words. It is finished. That's it. He came down. He became a man. He died on the cross. He went to heaven, exalted, he rose again from the dead. He told told Peter, be not faithless, but believing after Peter put his hand in his went to put his hand in his wounds and fell down and said, My Lord and my God, Jesus rose from the dead. After he went to five hundred followers. Jesus ascended into heaven. The angel said, why? You stand here looking up. The same way he's gone up is the same way he's coming back. Speaking of the rapture of the church. That's what we just spoke about before. Be ready. For in a time you think not. That's when he's coming back. Jesus came, Jesus died, Jesus rose from the dead. Colossians 1, verse 12. Giving thanks unto the Father, which had made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light. When you receive Jesus, you receive your inheritance uh, just like the saints in light. Every saint is in the light. They came to the light. They're in the light. They wear a garment of light, white garments. They're saints, forgiven sinners by grace, no longer sinners, forgiven saints who had delivered us from the power of darkness and had translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. We're no longer in the powers of darkness of Satan that had us. We were born in sin. He had us. But since we've come to Christ, we're no longer in his kingdom of darkness. We're no longer chained up in unbelief. We're no longer chained up and tied up in his kingdom. But we're free. And now we're in the kingdom of God. Verse 14 says, in whom we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sins. The forgiveness of sins. We're forgiven of every sin we committed when we come to Christ. Colossians 2, 13 to 15. Colossians 2, 13 to 15. And you being dead in your sins and the uncircumcision of your flesh, hath he quickened together with him, having forgiven you all trespasses, all your sins, as you repent and ask for forgiveness. Blossing out the handwriting of ordinances that was against us, which was contrary to us, and took it out of the way, nailing it to the cross. Everything that was against us was nailed to the cross. And he was the king of the Jews, the king of the Greeks, the king of the human race. They tried to change it. Pilate said, leave it alone. What is written is written. In his generation, in his time, he had to deal with it like everybody else that did that to Jesus. They had to deal with it. They had to deal with it when he died on the cross and there was an earthquake And the saints got out of the graves and they walked through town alive by the power of God. When the power of God went into the temple and tore it between man and God, he tore it down. There was no more. There was no more between man and God. Now it was torn. Man could go into the Holy of Holies and he could worship the Father in spirit and truth. Because Jesus became the atoning sacrifice for the whole universe. That every child of God can go in freely to the holy of holies in the spirit in heaven and talk to their father. Talk to their father and show great respect like the our father, but could also call him Abba father father. Abba, Father, Daddy, here I am, Daddy, here I am, your son, Daddy, thank you for being my father, thank you for loving me so much that you gave Jesus for me, thank you for saving me from my sins that were destroying me, thank you for being whipped on a post so I could be healed by your stripes, thank you that you rose from the dead. And you're sitting on the right hand of the Father, exalted on high, praying for me. Praying for me. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. As you spoiled principalities and powers and made a show of them openly, triumphing over them in it. You triumphed over all. The spirit of darkness, the kingdom of darkness, you triumphed so that we could triumph today. You did this for the whole world. For every human being has this. Everybody hear me out there, if you don't have Jesus, you have this inheritance. It's already done for you. It's already done for you. What are you depending on? For your mother and father to die and leave you an inheritance? Is that more important than the inheritance of eternal life in heaven? Jesus said, what does it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his own soul? Your own soul has no dollar sign on it. It cannot be bought with dollars. It has been bought with the blood of Jesus. He paid it all for you and me. He gave it all, every drop of blood in him, he gave it. He gave it by his love for the human race. He didn't forsake us. He didn't let the devil win. He defeated the devil and all the demons. And he's given it to us now. He's given it to us as you see in the book of John in the first chapter. You see that he's given it to us. He was in the world. John 1.10 And the world was made by him and the world knew him not. He made the world long, long time ago. We don't know how long. But he made it. He's the creator, Jesus. He came unto his own and his own received him not. All the people of the earth that were his own, they didn't receive him because they didn't recognize him in the way he came, especially the Jews, expected him to come on a white horse, a charger, and come as a warrior and defeat the Romans and give them back their independence. He did not come like that. He came to save. He came as the good shepherd. Jesus the Christ. But it says as many as received him to them gave he power to become the sons of God even to them that believe on his name. That means authority. When you believe in Jesus, and you believe in what he did for you, you have authority. Authority over the devil and all his demons. Which were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man. You've already been born that way. You've been born of man. You've been born of your mother and father. However you came into this world, but now you're being born of God. Born of God. You're born of the Spirit. Everyone that does not have the Spirit does not belong to God, it says in the book of Romans. I'm pleading with you today through the blood of Jesus. We're doing His work, we're doing His bidding for you. Don't let these words for eternity ring in your ears as you spend eternity in darkness. You can defeat the powers of darkness with his name. They have no power over you once you receive him. They have no dominion over you once you receive him. You can be victorious just like Jesus was.
2: That's the
1: language of a warrior. That's been through many testings. That's been through many trials. That's been through many tribulations. That's been through many battles. That's the language that God gives to his children. Supernatural words to speak to him as he listens to our innermost being where we speak in other tongues. Secrets. Secrets to God. That's the language of the victorious. Pray in the spirit. That comes so you can defeat your enemies. But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. The world is waiting for the manifestations of the sons of God. As we get closer and closer to the coming of Jesus, as we stand and occupy the territory He's given the church, the gates of hell will not prevail against it in the name of Jesus. Because I give you authority. I give you authority. Which were born not of the blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. That's what you're doing today. All of you that do not have Christ. You're born of the word. You're born of God. The spirit. You receive what he did for you. And you become born again in your spirit. Your spirit comes alive. You become quickened with life. And now you're a new creature. According to the word of God, if anyone is in Christ, he's a new creature. The old things become new. No. The old things are passed away. All things become new. You see, you're transformed. You're transformed. You're a new person. You've been translated from the kingdom of darkness. does not hold you no more. You've been loosed by the power of the blood. The power of the blood that Jesus shed for you defeated Satan. The book of Revelation says they defeated Satan with their witness, testimony, and the blood. One of your weapons is the blood. It defeats the enemy. The blood. He paid it all for you. That's your inheritance. Freely I give. Freely I give to you today what God is saying to you. I give it freely. Receive it today. Receive it today. And have the greatest person in your life for all eternity. The word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory as the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. You know, no matter what we go through in this life, mentally, physically, emotionally, in Christ, Cannot be compared unto the glory that we're going to receive when we go to heaven. It's a short time off. It's not a long time off when you figure it out. Eternity is not a long time off. Your life is like a vapor of smoke. You're here today. You could be gone tomorrow. That's how fast life is. But Jesus loves you today. And I've given you the word of God. I've given you the report. And you have to make a decision today. Of where you're going to spend eternity. Eternity is real. Hell is to be shunned. Heaven is to be embraced. Shun hell. Embrace heaven. Shun hell. Embrace heaven. God wants you with him because he loves you. How do I get in heaven? How do I get in the pearly gates? How do I get there? By coming to Jesus and becoming a son of God and that means woman of God and it comes with a prayer according to the book of Romans chapter 10 if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart and you say the words by faith and you make your testimony to God and you make a commitment to God by faith and you're saved by grace unmerited favor that God gives to you today. Are you ready? Let's pray. Let's pray. Pray to the best of your ability today. I'm going to lead you, but you've got to talk to God. Just say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I believe what I heard today. I believe it by faith in what I heard. I put my faith in what I heard And right now, I confess it back to you. I ask that you forgive me for all my sins. I ask that you have mercy, and I ask that you wash me of all my sins by your precious blood. I believe that you died for me, and I believe that you rose again from the dead. I believe that. I come to you now, and I speak to you, Father, in Jesus' name. And I say to you right now, Jesus, I ask you to come into my heart and to be my personal Lord and Savior. I believe. I believe. And I receive you and all your inheritance by faith. I confess it. Get yourself a Bible. Start in the book of John. John. In time, ask God to guide and lead you to a full gospel church so you can have a pastor or an apostle, someone that's looking out for your soul, and that you can learn the word of God because you got work to do. Become a great disciple and a great follower with Jesus. And we love you. This is Pastor Joe and Joanne. And, uh, We love you and be blessed in the Lord. Until next time, have a great life in Jesus. Amen.
0: My friend, that was a powerful word tonight. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Make your peace with God at the cross. Folks, uh, share this with somebody this weekend. Yes, Lord. And bless him too. Brother Joseph, uh, I want to thank you and Sister Joanne for partnering with me here to do these programs. Um, It is not in vain. Uh, I know the Lord is pleased every time you come on here and preach, and we sure do appreciate it. I love and appreciate you, my friend.
1: Thank you, brother.
0: Have a great weekend. God strengthen and bless you, my friend, and give you rest. Thank you. We'll see you next week. We love you.
1: Thank you, Shannon. All you do for us. God bless you. Have a good weekend.
0: Love you, brother. Folks, coming up in about 13 minutes, we're going to welcome on my friends, Pastor Louis and Rose Betancourt, coming to you live from Miracle Valley, Arizona. They're right there on the ground where it all started over 70 years ago. God brought a man, A. A. Allen, out to this valley right there on the border of Mexico to start what i believe became the headquarters for revival worldwide and will again we're going to take a break save this and be back in just a minute <laughs>